It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny Venerable. He's Bo Brock. He is Frank Sanders from the Raptors. Gentlemen, how we live in on this rather busy Thursday for the Arizona Cardinals. We thought quiet practices canceled, Bo Brock. No, no, no. Plenty to discuss and talk about with the Redbirds today. Oh, man, absolutely. I mean, you had a big quarterback extension. The first one, really, since Kyler Murray inked his mega extension. We got to figure out, you know, who who got the better deal here? I think it's a good deal for both these organizations, not to bury the lead to it, but, like, when you get a franchise-caliber quarterback and Denver needed one for so long, the fact that they got one and they're going to hold on to him for a long time, uh, you know, I'll tip the cap to him, but I think the uh, Arizona Cardinals might have the edge as far as their extension with their quarterback. But yeah, you know, we get the practice was going to be pushed back and then they just decided, nah, let's just not do it. Let's have a long holiday weekend before the 18 week Ryan Frank Sanders. Cause you were telling me yesterday that as far as like install, like they may have all this time. They're not going to kind of drown their players with paralysis by over analysis, they're not really going to start install until like a normal game week, probably like Tuesday, Wednesday next week. No, I agree with you 100%. Good to see both of you guys, man. As always, Johnny, I'm punching you in the face when I see you next time. No, you're not. <laughs> Punch you in the face next time. But back to the point. Hey, look, real quick. Typically, the 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 NFL we work in routines. Um, everything that happens during the week is primarily through installation. Installation starts on Wednesday. Thursday, we go through our red zone day or third down day, third and nickel day on Thursday. Friday is kind of like the little walkthrough for the most part, but it's then it's that special teams kind of practice. Saturday's, Saturday is an off day for the most part, but a little little walkthrough depending on if we're in, if we're staying, if we're playing at home or we're going away. Look, the Cardinals not practicing right now. It's okay. Apparently, we need to get healthy, and a lot of the guys right now are on the, on the, on the table somewhere getting medication or getting ISO or – getting rubbed down because they need it. But when it comes to the NFL, if you give them way too much information right now, I swear right now, Johnny, they're not talking about, they're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs, but they're not showing him all the plays that they're going to do because everything happens, you know, Wednesday, uh, the week of the game. Plenty to talk about, as Frank mentioned, as it relates to the health of the Arizona Cardinals. Let's start with this. Per Ian Rappaport, we had heard this kind of rumblings. John Gambadaro, 98.7, people in the know saying, until Neil Hamilton is out, and we knew he was out per Cliff Kingsbury, but we didn't know what for or how long will we do now. 
recording a rap sheet, friend of the program. Antonio Hamilton is on the reserve non-football injury list following a home cooking accident. He is out for four games, and he has since tweeted out a photo of some severe burns Bo Brocky sustained on his lower body. Completely fluke injury, but very par for the course for this team during this offseason. Antonio Hamilton was described by Cliff Kingsbury earlier this week as having a phenomenal training camp and preseason, one of the preseason MVPs. Now you can see why they finally felt that sense of urgency, Bo, to go out and trade for Trayvon Mullen because of Antonio Hamilton's injury. Yeah, I mean, they still needed depth. I mean, you you wouldn't feel completely comfortable as great of a story as it is, and you're rooting for the guy in Antonio Hamilton to to finally grasp hold of a starting position, which Cliff Kingsbury said he had. Uh, but, you know, they, they needed depth, and they needed, you know, uh, actually starting caliber corners on this roster still. But, yeah, you, you feel for this guy. It's, uh, you know, for him to have to you know, have sustain this injury just in general, it looks brutal. It looks awful. It's going to keep him out at least four weeks, and, and it's going to set him a guy who told us a couple weeks ago had never been above the last player on the depth chart until now. Damn. Never been above that. I mean, he's been fighting for his NFL life for so long, you know, Four teams in five years. The elder statesman in that room. He's 29 years old and he's finally getting this opportunity, winning a job over Marco Wilson, and then this freak accident, you know, happens and, and you feel for him. And but at the same time, you know, you 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 like that the Cardinals were active. You would have you would have preferred it before, but you know, after the Hamilton injury, that they get a guy in Trayvon Mullen, who I think a lot of people are excited about just with with the skill set, Frank. No, I'm totally excited about it about what Trayvon's going to bring to the table. I hope that the, the guys that we're bringing in as a, as for, from the cornerback position-wise will definitely pan out. Again, it's very sad for what happened to Mr. Hamilton. Of course, you said, it's, said it very well, that the fact that he has been fighting and clawing to get on a football team, and when you finally get a moment, you think, man, what's going on in my life? I can't this – is, this, this just can't get right or it can't get worse. And – but again, he made he made the roster, earned the position. So in the Cardinals captain, that's going to be that should give him some confidence that when he comes back, you know, he still has a chance. He has a chance to make some plays on his team. Yeah. Now, so John, go ahead, Bo. You have all the they had they made a ton of roster moves today. There was a there's a surprise addition to the practice squad. We kind of been uh, we were kind of led that way from Devon yeah, we, Kennard. We do have a graphic, my friend. Yeah. Here are all the roster moves today. Yeah, Emma's doing some great work for us behind the scenes. Here's who they've re-signed to the active roster, tight end Steven Anderson. I don't know what that means as far as uh, the availability of Zach Ertz or, or Max Williams come week one. Your long snapper, Aaron Brewer, there he is back on the roster. It was just adding some flexibilities number-wise. And then Christian Matthew, who was released to make way uh, for a couple of these other moves, like Javelin Gidry being added via waivers yesterday. He's back. And NFI list, Antonio Hamilton, he'll be there for four weeks, it seems. And then your IR, this one was a kind of a surprising blow that Antoine Wesley will see the AIR. I saw him running full speed on the side of practice, so it was kind of interesting to see his name pop up on there. Safety Charles Washington, and then your practice squad, the surprise addition of Devon Kennard. He, he probably negotiated himself, Frank, a deal upwards of $20,000. You can tap out at $19,900 per week. Steve Parker comes over. He had time with Dallas, Josh Thomas, and then uh, offensive lineman uh, that you got on this team as well, just to add a little depth there on the practice squad. 
the the biggest name is Devon Kennard, and I was shocked as we were. We were texting about it before the show. The fact that he was willing to come back, I think this tells you that he is just very committed to staying in Arizona. He wants to be a part of this team. Give him credit. This is not some throwaway addition, gentlemen. You think about Devon Kennard and the fact that he went from the highest to the high to being a starter on a team that is right now borderline playoff team to, okay, I'm cut. What do I do now? And this is after he was cut from the team in March. So he got cut by the same team in the span of six months and he didn't tuck his tail between his legs. He's back on the practice squad. And if he shows out, then they will elevate him. There's no doubt about it. I, I think we would be naive to sit here, Frank Sanders, Bo Brock in early September and not think Devon Kennard breaks his way back to the 53 man roster. Instead of going to a new team, a new city, moving his family, uh, having to learn a whole new system. You know, the Cardinals are putting a lot of, and I, I think this is the right move. A lot of, value on some of these younger players a lot of faith in these younger players but if it doesn't work out if guys go down if cam thomas mazi sanders hit a rookie wall if dennis gardeck is is not returned from injury true to form if Vic, victor dumakeji can't get it done they will bring back this guy and see what he can do for them and i think it's a win-win for everybody involved because i i really do believe devon Kennard very much like somebody like jimmy garoppolo in san francisco it's like big picture do I want to go somewhere else and learn this all over again? Or do I want to hedge my bet that I can compete, help this team out, Frank? Look, I play golf with his dad, Big big D, of course, all the time. And and he – now, I did say I play golf with him. He's not a real great golfer, but he's a good dude. Um, <laughs> but to have him at home, I think this just is a wise, is a wise decision, John. I really do. I think, you know, you get a little bit of age in your, in your – if you're going to get a chance to go play other places – but in reality, when you're at home and you're with family and you got a chance to come back to a place where you made your name at, you feel kind of comfortable. Um, apparently, he has a good communication you know, with, with Steve Kimes and these guys. They still wanted him. I'm glad that he stayed here and I'm glad that he'll get the opportunity to kind of be, you know, be with his family. That, that to me, um, I think a lot of guys miss it all the time, Bo, when they leave. They leave some places just, you know, may, maybe for a couple hundred thousand dollars, but it ended up hurting him in the long run because they, they miss out on having people that actually know them and know what they bring to the table. And sometimes, you know, hopefully this will work out for him. And um, and also I know that his dad is absolutely happy to have him. Yeah. I mean, familiar with the system, a guy that you can just plug and play. You can make close to 200 K if he spends the entire season there, if he gets elevated, he's making NFL money again. I mean, and he didn't yeah. have to, he'd have to, you know, find a new place to stay in a new city and then try to crack a rotation elsewhere. while learning a new defense. So, you know, it's it's great. I mean, a lot of people would say, well, why didn't he just go take a, a job somewhere else in another, you know, pass rush hungry team? It's like, no, nah, I mean, this is a guy that is, is focused on, you know, him and his, you know, I don't know what his, his family uh, dynamic is. But, you know, obviously Frank's pointing out his dad's here in town. So that's nice. And he's got roots here beyond just family. I mean, he's a guy that's yeah, an entrepreneur and, and likes, you know, he's in the real estate market. So he's here. He's a, he's an AZ guy. And you got to love that. You got to root for that guy because, there's, you know, there's not a ton of us. There's still people hanging on. Hey, I'm from Chicago and stuff like that. No, if, you, if you're all AZ, we like it, man. We embrace it. We're all, a lot of us are transplants, but we came here for a reason because we love this place. And DK is one of those guys. Uh, moving back to the offensive side of the ball. I want to bring this up again for the people who just joined us talking about Antoine Wesley. And I think that's a significant injury, gentlemen, for a couple yeah. of different reasons. He did a nice job last year with no DeAndre Hopkins down the stretch. Now you have Noah Hopkins for the first six games, 
and no Twizzy, no Antoine Wesley, Bo Brock, you had mentioned that you had seen him kind of rehabbing at practice, looking like he was running full speed. It looks like avoiding surgery allows him to come back after a month. And in the finite of the 17-game season, that's not a lot of time. But when you compound it with the injury to Hopkins, when you compound it with the fact, you touched on this yesterday, gentlemen, live at Four Peaks, Rondell Moore is not healthy right now. I'm a little bit concerned about what kind of receiving core, after all the boasting we did in the offseason, the Cardinals could trot out September 11th against Kansas City. You're talking about relying on Hollywood Brown, who I love. I think he's going to be a seamless acquisition. But it is his first game playing with this team, with Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. You would assume there's going to be you know, some tweaks, some getting used to. A.J. Green is, is in his mid-30s, right? And it's not fair to expect, I think, the kind of production from last year. And it's not fair to expect somebody of that age to be your number two receiver. Suddenly, he's thrust back in that role. We just mentioned Rondell Moore. Is it going to be up? to the two guys who balled out in the preseason in Andy Isabella, Frank, and Greg Dorch to kind of be the unsung heroes of this first month of the season because what looked like a strength once upon a time with this receiving core in Arizona, suddenly there's question marks all over the place. It, it does not – what we thought we would have is definitely not the team that we – you know, from the receiver perspective. Um, but I don't think we need to re- really be worried about that right now. Again, I, I just feel like A.J. Green will be productive. But we got to go back to one thing that I will say is that if Cliff is able to put together a, a pretty solid game plan and allow Kyler to be the guy he needs to be, allow Zach Ertz to find all the windows that he needs to find and use James Conner in the right way, then I don't necessarily see Andy Isabella and Dorch being the – I can't say that they won't be amazing, but they would they, they would be an absolute surprise if in the next – in within the six weeks that they're playing that these guys both walk away with – 20 plus catches and 250 yards and two touchdowns. I'll take that in the six games. But if they, you know, look, they played, they had a they had a really good preseason, as I said before, but it was against the number twos. Yeah. When you play them, when you're going against number ones and they game a plan and they game planning against you, Bo, it changes the narrative a lot. And hopefully they can they can rise to the occasion when those real lights hit them. Well, wouldn't yeah, it be I mean, something if if all this talk about Andy Isabella and he becomes a factor for it has to by that default would be become a factor? That would be amazing. That'd be one of the most underrated storylines, I think, of the Cliff Kingsbury era. Of people like me who talk shit all offseason, <laughs> get rid of him, trade him for a ham sandwich, and he's thrust in the lineup and he performs. I said a box yeah. of Popeye's chicken. So <laughs> Look, I mean, that, that's the best case scenario for the Arizona Cardinals. Not only do they get production from somebody they weren't expecting to get it from, but it it holds his value, if not increases it from this preseason where we were kind of concerned. Like if they didn't trade him after a stellar preseason, like his stock is just going to continue to slowly drop until DeAndre Hopkins comes back. If you can get him out there, and Cliff Kingsbury told the media this yesterday, he said, look, we don't just have Andy Isabella on the team because, you know, he's just going to be a fringe roster type. We expect him to make plays. And now, you know, an opportunity is presenting itself. And for the first time in his career, he has to take advantage of that. And I think Andy knows, like, hopefully he's over the fact that they didn't find a trade partner for him and he can't go just immediately you know, jump on somebody's wide receiver core and start making plays mm-hmm. there. He's got to do it now. He's got to figure out, you know, What's going to make him successful for the Cardinals right now if if they're staring down a wide receiver core of uh, Hollywood Brown and you've got, uh, I mean, Ryan Moore potentially? I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's 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 trimming out now. Greg Dortch there. But I think as far as your outside guy, it's A.J. Green and it's Andy Isabella right now with Antoine Wesley's injury. 
Mike Mayer's in the question or in the comments, I should say, with the question, okay, guys, I'm coming out for the Philly game, honoring my pops, the OG cards for him from the STL days. We'll join the club, Mike. Uh, we have St. Louis ties ourselves in the venerable household. Are you going to be tailgating? Uh, we are holding a tailgate that uh, Sunday for the uh, Philadelphia game. More info to come. We'll let you know just exactly where that is. Uh, but we got a tailgate to plug in exactly. Let, let me look at my clock here. Is it 10 days from now, gentlemen? We've got a tailgate en route with ba -ba -ba -bum, the Lola Cocktail Lab and Eatery right down the street. Arizona Cardinals hosting the Kansas City Chiefs, the official PHNX tailgate, the best damn tailgate in the Valley. Your boys, the three of us repping four peaks yesterday. And how about this for a deal, gentlemen? $20 per ticket. How about that? Free Four Peaks beer, all you can drink. Such a great time. Frank Sanders, Damian Anderson, myself, Bo Brock, before he's en route to the stadium to cover the Arizona Cardinals, hosting Patrick Mahomes and company. It is going to be the party of the NFL kickoff Sunday. You bet your sweet ass that you better be there <laughs> along with Bird Gang Travel Club. Uh, getting back to, to some of our comments here. We are fine, bro, according to Rafa30. It's normal to have injuries calm down. The only guy we're missing is D-Hop. Every important player is there. And I agree with that. Like De DeAndre Hopkins is the one that you definitely, definitely will miss. And it's, it was so unfair. We had to watch him kick ass all training camp. I mean, he had an unbelievable training camp. Oh, you saw him every day. He is primed for a breakout season with this team, even more so than I believe two years ago. And he's gone. He's just, he's not around the team. He's not around the facility for six weeks until week seven. So you have to compensate. And I think, to, your, to both your points, I think it's going to be running the football. I think it's th there's a reason right now that they're keeping five running backs, which I still think is asinine, but you know more more power to them. Where I would grow increasingly concerned, though, is if somebody like Zach Ertz is not available. So then you're talking about you know your main tight end weapon, your number one receiver, couple complementary options at at a wide receiver with Twizy and potentially Rondell Moore, and then. You've got injuries with Rodney Hudson and Justin Pugh. Both, I feel like, will play, but we don't know. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show about just the kind of camp Cliff Kingsbury has to, to avoid injuries and this kind of thing. And while the Cardinals haven't suffered that devastating injury per se, Frank Sanders, it does lead you kind of a little bit concerned that the game is in 10 days and you got this many guys on the shelf. Look, I, I am concerned. Again, I think I'm more concerned about the fact that the injuries are happening and both said it yesterday is that a lot of these guys practice in a bubble wrap, you know, like they didn't get touched. They didn't fall. You know, there wasn't, there's no tackling in NFL anymore. And so I'm really concerned about that. That makes me be concerned about their training and then what they're doing, you know, in their private time and their private workouts. This is something that I didn't have to deal with during my career. Um, we practice, we hit, we hit the ground. We, you know, we did a whole bunch of stuff, but I never had this level of injuries that we see these guys having. Um, I am. I think we're, we. I think the schedule fits us extremely well because we do have a week off, and that kind that kind of gives us a, almost two weeks before the season start after the last preseason game. So that's a great thing for us in that in that area. Like I said, I hope hopefully these guys will be healthy and they're practicing. But if they're not practicing and they're close and they're they're on that they're on that little line of maybe being able to make it and they still can play, then I'm expecting them to play because on Sundays, Tour Doll shots, Advil, 800 milligrams. <laughs> they been on a that lot train. of problems. I have been on that train and it worked extremely well. <laughs> some days, man, that's uh some days that's what you get. And I think that's the part of the NFL that you know we look and we hope in fantasy football and, and all the things that we want, DraftKings, the stuff that we got going on behind the scenes, and just being a true fan 
wanting to know what goes on and what goes down. You know, Bo does a great job. You got we, we do a great job of reporting what what's happening on the field. But when mm-hmm. you get in that locker room and you want to see your guy playing, there's no assurities. But when Sunday comes, I can be assured that a lot of those guys are going to play. This organization is good at being tight-lipped about injuries. I mean, we just found out about what was really the problem with Antonio Hamilton. And after weeks of speculation, you know, Antoine Wesley has been IR'd. And, you know, I think that it's not nothing. I mean, that's sitting, it's being the meme and sitting in your living room and it's on fire and saying, this is fine. This is not fine. I mean, Cliff told us yesterday, as far as Justin Pugh, Rodney Hudson, Zach Hurts, Marcus Golden, and Rondell Moore, they're hoping to get him on the practice field next week and yeah. just to get geared up for week one. And we're getting, you know, what we always hear from Cliff, and that's we'll see. And it's that's concerning, Can you know, considering what just happened with two guys that you expect to be key members of the offense and the defense today. So, look, I mean, I, I don't think it's – we're not – we're hovering our hand over the panic button. We're not panicking yet, but it's not just D-Hop. Like this, this offense that we expect to be, you know, one of the top offenses in the league – could be down some key players, Zach Ertz and Rondell Moore, right out of the jump. That's not that's not ideal, and especially when we talk about Johnny, you know, the the bubble wrap, the, the not playing in preseason. And Frank, I completely agree. It's like the same thing with Anthony Davis in the NBA. And I like when Charles Barkley kind of called him out and said, you know, this is something that has to do with your your preparation, your training. You know, these aren't these aren't just like freak these happen far too often there's something going on here uh and with Rondell like there's a little bit of something that's that's developing here and and you hate to see it because you see the talent on display Johnny yeah i i i'm going to have a tough time sleeping next saturday night for a lot of different reasons but <laughs> to, to to check out the active and inactives on will there ever be a more kind of diverse inactive list or active list that we have no idea on heading into the opening weekend, primetime game, nationally televised game, CBS game of the week against Patrick Mahomes, the darling of the National Football League. I want Kyler Murray to ball out because I know that he can. But, I mean, I watched him in that playoff game without the help of his offensive line and his receivers. Yes, Kyler wasn't great, but all we talked about this offseason was Cardinals pushed their chips in one direction, and that was the offensive side. And if they're not playing with a full deck, no pun intended, it's going to be disappointing. How about this question quickly? Uh, Bo Brock, I'll pose it to you from Diego Perez. With Antonio Hamilton out, do you guys think they'll sign another cornerback? Well, they brought back Christian Matthews today, the active roster, but Bo, looking on the outside, is two enough, or should they bring more in? No, I think they're fine now. I, I, I think they'll pro- they're probably content with that group going forward. They've got Matthew, who's got a little bit of an idea of what Vance Joseph's system looks like, having his rookie camp, and, and uh, you know he, he, they were able to get him back on the roster after some roster maneuvering, but... You know, you look at who there's who's going to start. It's it, it could be Byron Murphy and then Marco Wilson on the other side, and then you've got uh, a guy like Trayvon Mullen who can supplement you a little bit, and Javelin Gidry who they just added through waivers. I think that that's enough, especially when you take in consideration what they expect from their safeties and what they expect from Isaiah Simmons. From a coverage standpoint, I would I would be surprised if this team, unless they want to add another familiar guy, if they if somebody that we've been mentioning can we call all up Robert Alford, please. Yeah, can, can we, we just, just do is, it? Don't break the glass just yet. Just see if uh, – I, I don't know. I mean, maybe – I don't know what they'd be waiting on, um, but – God, that would be, be a shot in the arm for this team. You bring that You think so? Back. Yeah, I do. I think yeah, the, the guys can breathe a sigh of relief in the secondary, and you can breathe a sigh of relief. You sign up for game time. Game oh. time. I don't know if you heard about this, gentlemen. 
Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concert shows. So if you don't have your cards tickets yet for next Sunday, check out Game Time. Come to the Lola, hang with us, get your uh, get your drink on Four Peaks. Lock into game time and then walk over to the stadium and watch the Cardinals hopefully kick ass against Kansas City. And with game time, you save up to 60% on tickets when you buy tickets last minute. So we talked about it. Hedge your bet, so to speak. Hedge your bet on DraftKings. Hedge your bet on game time. It's great for you procrastinators out there. And I know like a lot of people get paid on Friday. Get paid on Friday. Buy tickets 48 hours later for your cards kickoff. And if you love PHNX, you're going to love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description below, Bo. We want to get you to the game. We want you to have a great time with game time, and we want to give you some more free stuff. We gave away two sweepstakes winners yesterday, the Flavoring Life sweepstakes and the Toast of the Month sweepstakes. We want to give away more free shit. OG's Brands, they're going to hook up another Flavoring Life sweepstakes winner in about a month's time. Go get yourself not one, not two, but three bags of their delicious gummies, including orange creamsicle. I had an orange creamsicle smoothie today, and it has it doesn't even touch what they do with a the gummy there. That's got I was the, hoping you the, were gonna have an OG an OG. <laughs> I mean, I not yet. I, that's where I thought it was going. I just, I was yeah. like, Look, well, when I saw all those injuries <laughs> in those roster moves, I nearly I nearly needed one. But not only do you get the OG's bags of gummies, but you also get yourself an OG's hat. You can get a PHNX shirt of your choice, like the Sun Devils one I'm wearing, or the uh, D backs one there. No, that's a Coyotes one that Johnny has on. I got yeah. PHNX shirt of your choice, PHNX annual membership. Sign up at gophnx.com. Check out OGs online at ogsbrands.com. Check them out on Instagram at ogsbrands. You can find their products in your local dispensary. You got to be 21 years or older. All right, let's have let's have a little bit of debate here. All right, there was a massive contract extension today in the NFL after acquiring Russell Wilson from the Seattle Seahawks for a couple of ham sandwiches and some draft picks. The uh, Denver Broncos. I guess, according to Ian Rappaport, had been working on this since like day one of acquiring him. Five months, they said they were working on this extension. They finally found common ground. It was because uh, they backed up the Brinks truck to Russell Wilson's house, gave him this contract deal, $245 million in total. That's $15 million more than Kyler Murray's $230.5 million deal. $165 million guaranteed. It's uh, $49 million per year. For Russell Wilson, taking him up to about his year 40 season in 2028. Boys, what do we think here? Who got the better deal at the end of the day? Cardinals and Kyler Murray or Denver and Russell Wilson? I also ask all those in the chat to chime in. Take it down, Frank Sanders. Give me look, your give me your piece. In, in my best opinion, I would say that, you know, look, we 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 know what we got in Kyler Murray, um, and 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 the beauty of it is that we they got him for a good deal, a good price, um, considering the fact that he could have held out. Um, that the Deion, that the uh, Deshaun Watson deal that was on the table, a lot of the guys felt like you know once you've seen a guaranteed contract, that's exactly where you start negotiating from. The Kyler Murray deal took you, you said that they've been working on Russ deal since day one since he's been there, and this is like month five or shit. It took about that long to get the Kyler Murray deal done. Uh, up to the very last minute too. So, but at the end of the day, I think Kyler got the better deal only because the fact that he's the younger one of the bunch and he'll see more money, hopefully because of the contract levels that they are now. 
over the term of his career, but in another nine years, when he turns 40, hopefully he's still playing that age, he would see more money in his in his lifetime than Russell would have seen, you know, um over his turn over his term and tenure um in the NFL. I go back to the fact that yes, the guaranteed money is high, it's amongst the highest, but I look at just the total life of the contract. Give me a quarterback, gentlemen, of note that's a pro bowler that did not complete his entire contract, guarantees or not. It doesn't happen. Those guys, that's those correct. guys complete their contracts. So I think I don't think the guarantees are a big deal unless you're, you know, Deshaun Watson, you got all this off the field stuff. Kyler Murray, assuming he does not get injured, the Cardinals are never going to be in a position to draft another quarterback and replace him because they're always going to be competitive enough. They're not going to be picking top five in the draft and he will keep them relevant. You're not moving off of that. Go ask the Minnesota Vikings for years with Kirk Cousins. They never make the playoffs and yet they keep him around. They pay him big money because what's the alternative? So I look at, at Kyler Murray's stance already, gentlemen, with the hierarchy of these quarterback contracts. He's already like fifth or sixth in total money, and that's going to keep going down with Lamar's deal and Herbert and Burrow. It's a it's it's a non-story. You want to know why it's a story? Because of the stupid clause and the fact that there were people in the media that didn't think he deserved an extension, that don't follow this franchise regularly. The, the, the guarantees, they're minimal. They are minimal because we're talking about a team – that has a chance to beat Kansas City week one because of, let's be fair, one player. If Kyler Murray's on, the Cardinals can beat Kansas City. He doesn't need to be elevated like Trey Lance with you know a pacifier in his <laughs> mouth. He can go out there and beat Kansas City with A.J. Green, right, 100 years old, and Hollywood Brown, and we have that belief. Vegas has that belief. That's why it's a field goal game. You don't have Kyler Murray, you're not competitive, and the Cardinals know that. Michael Bidwell knows that. That's why they paid him. As it relates to Russ, listen, I've been going back and forth with Seahawks fans on Twitter. It's the one of the worst return packages in recent memory. A backup tight end, a backup quarterback, and some draft picks. And the Seahawks are awful at drafting. And you're you're hitting on picks 50% of the time if you're elite at drafting. It's a terrible package. That being said, like the Broncos are ready to win, so you have to pay this money. What are you going to do, trade for Russell Wilson and not pay him? So I understand that. But the... The better contract is Kyler Murray because Kyler Murray's younger. Ky- and I believe Kyler Murray's in a more winnable division, in a more winnable conference. And I also think that the- Kyler's contract does not hamper you from doing some things. Whereas the Broncos have a bunch of guys that need to be paid. And Russell's going to make a lot of money into-, into his mid to late 30s. So it's Kyler by a hair, Bo Brock. But like I-, I-, I defend both of these guys, just like I'll defend the Ravens when they sign Lamar Jackson. It's when you feel like you have a quarterback that can't win, maybe like Dallas, and then you wait and you wait and then you overpay. And now, you you know, you have to let premium free agents like Lalo Collins go. The Cardinals are not in that position. The Cardinals have signed everybody they want to sign. They've got money right now. They're going to re-sign, hopefully, Marcus Golden next offseason. Byron Murphy plays well. He's not going anywhere. Ky- Kyler's contract, I, I, I will put my stamp on this, will never hamper this franchise as it states right now. Right. And well, because Kyler, you still have the advantage of his rookie deal and it's going to, the, the you know, as far as relative to quarterback contracts, it's going to be nice for this organization through next season, the 2023 campaign where Russ was still, he was making a significant amount of chunk of change coming over mm-hmm. from Seattle because he'd already signed that, that type of contract. So, yeah, I, I think, I mean, the, the, the ultimate trump card here for either one of these organizations to really flex these deals is if they win the Super Bowl. And, you know, yeah. I think what, you, you can't win a Super Bowl without 
one of these quarterbacks. And, and that's the thing. Like you have to have a guy at the most premium position in all of sports and both these franchises. I mean, Denver had to learn a harsh lesson lesson that the Cardinals already knew about for long, far too long. And Frank's learned that many, many times this. over. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the, you know, I'm not going to cry for the old Broncos who had Ooh. John Elway and Peyton Manning, but they had to learn a harsh lesson that you can't win without that position. And, and they found a guy who has only one losing season his entire career, you know, one season in his entire career that he went below nine wins. You know, Russell Wilson is a winner. You know, can say what you want about the, the position that he came into with the Seahawks, which was, you know, a, a great one, probably the best a rookie quarterback can come into. But, you know, he continued to win when those guys left. And uh, it, I just, you know, you liked what he's going to see there. I don't know what kind of addendum they could put in there, but uh, it, it was very interesting, guys to see how this contract extension was covered compared to Kyler Murray's contract extension and how it was received mm. because it was nothing but people giving chef kisses to the Broncos and how great it was and, you know, how it would, you know, it could do no wrong. Look, the Bronco fans won 100% in this deal. Yeah. Like they, they've, they, they didn't, they've never gone through what we've gone through in that, in that period of time, Johnny. So they've, the, the Broncos fans are the ones that won in this deal. We could talk, you know, just from the standpoint, you know, you're getting a quality quarterback, you know, you're getting a solid leader and, you know, you're getting some a guy that man that, that, that just fights for four quarters and he just doesn't give he doesn't he doesn't give any slack. So the Broncos fans are probably the best ones to win in this deal to lock down a guy of that caliber with that that length of time. Hopefully he can stay healthy. You know, you don't you don't want anybody to get hurt. But if <clears throat> if he's playing the Cardinals, but like just that week just that week but i mean like he the broncos fans won and just like the cardinals fan johnny you said it on the head like look we will have kyler you know through the through the length of his contract and and his contract won't hurt us but we know that we got a a quality quarterback that we can win with and shit get us almost maybe win a super bowl with him yeah so he's gets carpal tunnel from like clicking the the remote too much watching film just uh, just something like that. We'll take that. Hey, Russell, we've yeah. seen, yeah, we've seen Russ where he's not a hundred percent. He needs to be. I mean, at his age, at his size, he needs to be a hundred percent because we saw non hundred percent Russell Wilson in Seattle and the Arizona Cardinals and Colt McCoy beat that ass. Like he's got to be up to, to close to a hundred percent to operate. It's no more. You know, he used to, and he battled through a ton of injuries during mm-hmm. his career, and he was able to overcome them. I, I just think at this age, that's where this his contract. It's a little it, – you, you kind of gasp a little bit. I mean, Arizona, you've seen the resume, but – Yeah, I I do think his game will will lend better because he is more of a pocket quarterback than he ever has been before. But if he gets nicked up again, I do think he sat out games purposely last year because he knew he was leaving and he wanted to be healthy and right for the offseason. But Arizona Animal brings up another good point. The Broncos, like the 49ers, they can't do uh, no wrong in the eyes of the media. <laughs> I think there's a lot of truth to that. I think there's some truth, gentlemen – to the fact that Cardinals have never been in this position before paying a quarterback like this. Like, can we, can we stop not us and the fan, our fans and PHNX brethren, but the media, like the Cardinals had to go through this process for the first time because they've never been in a position to put, pay a young franchise quarterback before. And so it, it was going to have some, some hiccups and some ups and some downs and they got scrutinized and rightfully so for some ways that they handled this, but this is a good problem to have. Uh-huh. Anytime you're you're securing a top ten quarterback for you know five to seven years, even if it's a slight overpay in the moment, you know who would love to be overpaying a quarterback right now? The New York Giants, the Washington Commanders, right? The New York Jets. Those teams aren't relevant, and those are big market teams. The Cardinals, 
by and large, it's a smaller market team compared to the national media. We don't we don't feel that way. But the Cardinals have a lot of gravitas. They have four primetime games. And, you know, as much as I love Buda Baker, it's because of one player. It's K1 and, and what he brings to the table and helps this team potentially get over the hump and eventually win a Super Bowl. And uh, I'm really excited because I think that new weapons going to help him, Hollywood Brown. And coincidentally, we have a new T-shirt and we love Hollywood, Hollywood Hills and Scottsdale. And we love Mesa and Tempe and we love Campbellback Mountain and we love all things Arizona. And I thought, you know, let's just merge all of our loves together. So we have a brand new T-shirt here for the PHNX Merchandise Locker. We debuted it yesterday. You can get it now. The hottest tea in the valley, Hollywood Hills on top of Camelback, PHNX, Cardinals, hot damn. Look at that tea. Wouldn't it be great to see Kyler Murray repping one of these this season? Then he'd really take his stock up. I think, you know, he can afford a couple of these T-shirts from the PHNX <laughs> Merchandise Locker. And the best news is, if you don't have one of these T-shirts yet, that's all right. Here's what you need to do. Go to gophnx.com, become a member today. 99 cents for the first month, eight ninety nine for the subsequent month, or pay for the entire year up front, half off, and you get a free T-shirt. It literally pays for itself. This is right now on sale. It's our hottest new T-shirt from the PHNX Merchandise Locker. Get it now. And in the meantime, like this video. Everybody who's hanging out, we're having a good time here on a football Thursday, 10 days away, Bo Brock, from the start of the NFL season. Everybody go and like this video. It helps share the algorithm, share the YouTube vids, all good things. Yep, no doubt about it. And you mentioned our tailgate where 20 bucks gets you a ticket and you get that free Four Peaks beer. That ain't bad, right? We love our partnership with Four Peaks. We were out there all yesterday, last Wednesday of the month, hung out. We celebrated our Toast of the Month winner, Chris, fantastic listener, viewer, lover, and congratulations on winning that Four Peaks. $50 gift card goes a long way there. They're not going to gouge you with high prices. You can get some beers. You can get some great food. And the atmosphere is priceless, my guys. PHNX shirt of your choice, like that new Hollywood shirt or the Sun Devil shirt. What Johnny's wearing there, our PHNX Coyote shirt, PHNX annual membership. Go to gophnx.com. Click the link in the show notes. got to be 21 years or older to j- enjoy that delicious Four Peaks beer. And speaking of beer, let me that that kind of looks like all boy, but it's oh. not beer. This is actually a liquid death, Frank. I've had one of those. Fantastic. Like yeah, it is, and it's yeah. water. You, you can kind of just shock people. Yeah, you can kind of look like you're right cool. Now. <laughs> you can look like you're a cool guy hanging in just pounding beers, but you're hydrating. You're 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 having delicious hydration. Uh, it's like it's better than a bottle of water selection that you got there in the stores. Liquid Death. It's not beer. It's a mountain spring water from the Alps, and it's called Liquid Death. Doesn't that make sense? Mountain spring water, Liquid Death. Liquid right? Death. No. <laughs> Go to Liquid Death at your local Target, Fries, Sprouts. That's where I picked mine up. Or uh, you can find Liquid Death at a retailer near you. You can find them online, liquiddeath.com. Just put in liquiddeath.com slash PHNX. You can find out what our partnership's all about. We're excited about this. This is our first time talking about it. I, this thing is refreshing. I feel great, Johnny, Frank. I'm ready to talk another 30, 45 minutes. It's, it's, you, it's a great you love Sprouts. You're a Sprouts guy. Look, that liquid I, I'm death a, is a yeah. great mixer. Go ahead, Frank. No, I was just saying the liquid death is a great mixer. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. 
There it's a go. great mixer. I just also, hey, I didn't leave uh, Four Peaks last night until they cut the lights off. Did you really? How about that? We shot the place down. What were you doing? Yeah, close the place down. I told you, I sat at the, sat at the bar, man, with the with the chef Izzy and uh, friend, man, and we just sat there and I learned a lot about cooking. I learned a lot about the beers and the stuff that they do at Four Peaks and all the all and like the, almost everything that's cooked at Four Peaks is used with some, with some type of or one kind of beer. That's uh that's used there. Um, but we just had a great time. Um, after the show, you guys told me I could hang out. I hung out. Good time. Always a good time at Four Peaks. Always a good time with our PHNX brethren and gentlemen as we look ahead to next weekend. And the Cardinals, as we mentioned in the first segment, got some folks on the shelf. You know, Cliff Kingsbury, I have always staunchly defended him, Bo Brock kind of training camp, the kind of preseason he runs to keep guys healthy and ready to go for a 17-game season. And I don't think this this year is any different. I think that it is borderline flukish. You're dealing with older players. Rodney Hudson, Justin Pugh, I think I think it's fair to say both could be in the last year of their deals with the Cardinals, maybe the last year playing in the NFL. Zach Ertz, put him in bubble wrap. He might not be ready. But again, older player, over 30. The Antonio Hamilton thing, fluke. Rondell Moore hasn't been healthy since 2018. I mean, I don't think this is an indictment on Cliff Kingsbury. I think this is just circumstances of older players get hurt and the players that have been hurt in the past are hurt now. And I'm, I'm looking at Rondell Moore. So I, I cannot be critical of Cliff Kingsbury and how he runs camp because they have, knock on wood, you know, Harold Landry tears his ACL today. You, you absolutely hate to see that for Tennessee. Those kind of injuries used to happen regularly under Bruce Arians, under Ken Wisenhunt. The Cardinals, for whatever reason, with Cliff Kingsbury, like, yeah, we got some guys banged up, but nobody's nobody's out for the year, knock on wood. And right. they have started the season undefeated under Cliff Kingsbury in week one. So I, I'm ready to staunchly defend how Cliff Kingsbury runs his, his practices, his preseason, up until next weekend. Now, if they get their ass kicked by Kansas City, Bo, I'll have a different tune, but I, it's it's the end of the year that's the problem with Cliff, not the beginning. Right. Well, and that, and that's going to be you know the, what's going to tell us about everything, all of this, this entire preseason where you didn't see any play any snaps is those guys have to show that they've been putting in the work behind the scenes and that they're not going to miss a beat. Like the concern is they're going to come out flat, Frank. Like the concern is like, hey, you know, if, if you're not, we're not seeing any work being done. We're just assuming that they need to show, hey, no, we've been putting in the work. Uh, it's, it's not, you know, in front of a camera, it's, it's, it's on the practice field. And, you know, the one injury that they did suffer and in, in the guy got IR'd and Antoine Wesley. And that was because, you know, I think it was Christian Matthew who pulled him to the ground. That was like the one physical play we saw from camp and it, it ended up in, you know, potentially and he's going to miss a significant amount of time, but yeah, to make this, the concern about this kind of uh resort style, um, training camp where you're not hitting and your stars aren't playing it can all be just a it can be called cute or you know uh, just a different way of doing things if you're successful and the way they can do that is is week one against this tough tough chiefs team i think there's something special about you know the mentality of an nfl player uh in the week of the game i mean we guys we watched it we watched these guys go play in empty stadiums during covid and they, you know, they they sold out and they gave themselves. They played they played good football. It wasn't it wasn't as pansy football. It wasn't it wasn't the uh, what do you call that? The Pro Bowl football while these guys are on while these while 
while we was going through COVID. They actually went out and played with no fans in the stands. Look, there is something that mentally ch- – and so the guys know that they will be on display. These are live rounds. This is an opportunity to really get, you know, really get after your opponent. Um, you get you get tired of beating up yourselves and running. Hopkins did and at practice first. The Titans was just like, look, I'll just shove you out the way because this is not really, you know, you're not that dude. And I think that the mm-hmm. mentality happens. It transitions to the guys on a Sunday when they get ready to go out and play that they, they just really ready to beat up on – Stuff the ball down somebody. JC, we haven't seen play as James Conner, but I, I want to see, you know, you know, he's got to be itching. Will Hernandez, they got to be itching. These guys got to be itching to get out there and beat somebody else up. The preseason's long. It's drawn out. But in reality, these guys will get healthy because they want to play on Sunday versus the Chiefs, and they want to stand up to play. And that's just something that happens when it's game time, Johnny. When it's game time, all that stuff you was talking about, all that stuff we was dealing with, all that shit goes to the side because now you know you got you got you really, really want to beat up your opponent and walk away with a win. I think everybody that's not going on IR is going to play week one. I have no right. merit to that, but I feel like unless you're on injured reserve and you physically cannot play, a la Antonio Hamilton, uh, Marquise Hayes, Antoine Wesley, you know, of course Hopkins is out on suspension. I think everybody else sucks it up and plays. Now maybe Correct. you know Rondell Moore's on a pitch count. But the Cardinals need him. Like, Rondell, you were a top 60 pick. They invested a lot in you. You came in with, with big expectations, and you, you've you said all the right things. You want to prove people wrong. You're undervalued because of your size. Well, your quarterback does it every week. We need it the same from you. And I do think there may be a little bit of aspect of, you know, they're hiding Rondell more. He hasn't practiced a ton. Put him in bubble wrap and get him and unleash him ready to go. But – Justin Pugh, Rodney Hudson, Zach Ertz, something tells me everybody's going to be ready to rock and roll. Those guys don't need extra snaps during practice. Again, I bring up the fact that Zach Ertz came to this team on a short week and kicked ass against the Houston Texans the following week, scored a touchdown. Like, it's second nature. Zach Ertz is a borderline Hall of Famer. So it's everybody else, right? It's the guys on injured reserve. They're not going to play. But I, I do believe the Cardinals will be relatively healthy against the Kansas City Chiefs on September 11th. We're going to be covering that game. It is the premier Arizona Cardinal coverage that you can't get anywhere else. My man, Bull Brock, will be live at State Farm Stadium. Myself, Frank Sanders, Damian Anderson, covering the hottest post-game show in the Valley. Come hang out in the morning at the Lola. Check out the post-game show September 11th. We cannot get there soon enough. Please like this video on the old YouTube right below. Click that thumbs up for your boy. Share this video around. We just had our best month, August, and we're going to crush that in September with all of you as the Cardinals crush the Kansas City Chiefs week one. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. For the great Frank Sanders, number 81, for Mr. Bo Brock, I am Johnny Venerable. We will see you manana. Goodbye, everybody.